can dance on my side, not everyone. Welcome to yeah. episode 88. Welcome to the three marketer shows. As usual, you know, uh, what yes. you have witnessed just now is actually Manfred's work. Uh, he actually put so much heart and soul into this intro, so we have to yeah, give him credit. Hello. Yeah, Hello. bravo, bravo. Hello. So yeah, basically, <laughs> this is an episode where we have a very special guest talking about a topic that we totally have no clue, which is called in space. Welcome to the show, Sharon. Welcome. Well, all right. Welcome. So, as usual, you know, if this is the first time you see us, um, this is the Tree Marketing Show. I'm Jason. We have uh, Andrew from Malaysia, Manfred from Singapore, and we have been doing this for like 88 weeks now. We have interviewed a lot of awesome people in the past 80 over weeks, and a lot of awesome topics, uh, discussions, and all that. So, if you're interested in digital marketing, uh, you know, entrepreneurship marketing, and all sorts, so go back. To my youtube channel and watch all the episodes you can just do whatever you want right so basically uh what we do here is we interview awesome people and uh and we try to pick their mind about you know a lot of um, different techniques or you know knowledge and all that that's how we learn all right so basically today we have sharon and sharon is andrew's guest so i will let andrew introduce introduce sharon to our audience over here so andrew how did you found her okay before that, by the way, like. watch our our shows is definitely better than Netflix series. Number one, because it's free. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> free. Number two, you have special guests almost every episode. Unlike unlike that series, you have the same people. Your storyline is totally different. All right, there's no cliffhangers because one show finished. That's it. Talking about that, how I met Sharon, I met Sharon through LinkedIn as usual, and that's where I hang out. And uh, we were part of uh, Bob Lowe's uh, LinkedIn class. And, you know, as, as you get to know people more, and I find By the way, Bob is here. Say hi to Bob also, Bob. Bob. What's up, hey, Bob? Hey, hi, Bob. Hello. Yeah. And Chiwa and, and is here. Chiwa is so excited. He's here on uh, YouTube, you know, today. Oh, Chiwa is on YouTube. Know. Okay. And then he said, episode 88. Hola. That's okay, why okay. we got this on inside. Hong Kong already. So, yeah, sorry, sorry um, for and I found out that she actually ran a co-working space. Yeah. Uh, so if if any one of you who have watched uh, the recent series, I think it was Apple, I think on Apple, or Apple, Apple TV, Apple TV, right? Uh, we Crash, which is a derivative story of uh, We Work, definitely not as glamorous as that, but more grounded, right? And and that's a real business, you know. For TV stories made for TV, you know, sometimes you cannot one hundred percent believe. Um, and I felt it was necessary to to basically share with all of you the business and the nuts and bolts of business of running a co-working. It is not as glamorous as uh, you you like to think, but definitely is a I would call it a hospitality business, isn't it? Yes, right? very much. Oh, very much a hospitality yes. business, right? Yes. So, uh, so with that, we have Sharon on, and uh, to share with us about her co-working space and her experience running it. And she was going to share also an interesting uh, episode where how she actually inherited this space. Right, it was Very, wow. Welcome awesome. to the show. Welcome yeah. to thank the you, show, Sharon. Thank you. It's, so it's that's, a- that's introduction from Andrew. So Sharon, we will hand it over to you. Maybe you share with us a little bit about your background, about the story of inheritance, you know, inheritance and, uh, you know, how... Yeah, how did you get into this, this business? Okay, yeah, I, first of all, I didn't get any inheritance. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I need to get, get, get that out of your mind. Not, not inheritance. <laughs> I'm basically from the School of Hard Knocks, all right? Uh, uh, first of all, thank you so much. I'm really honoured to be, you know, when, when Andrew asked me to join the show, I'm like totally honoured. I, I couldn't say no. And um, top on top of it is, is episode number 88. It's like, you guys... Hats off to you. To be, to the be, universe has spoken. Yes, to be able to, you know, continue episodes like this for ATA, I don't know how you do it. I mean, for me to go on one show, I'm like totally cold sweat with you. You guys are doing it for 88 times already. And and I think you guys should plan a, a fantastic 100 show. You know, it's, mm. you, know, it's you need to start planning for it. I, I, I It'll be very exciting, right? So thank you so much. It's, it's an honor uh, to meet all you digital uh, and marketing seafood. And um, I love that video just now, uh, Manfred. Uh, There's a lot of video editing that we need to learn from you. Thank you. Right. So yes, no inheritance. Uh, I basically came from a school of hard knocks. My parents were, were basically um, 
government servants. My my dad was a teacher, uh, headmaster. Then my mom works for the the government, uh, uh, basically a government servant. So, um, growing up from Fraser Steel, I came from Fraser Steel. Yes, people do live in Fraser Steel. I used to, you know, tell people I I, I grew up in Fraser Steel, and people ask me. Is there really people staying there? I say yes. Apart from monkeys and me, you know, we, we are there, right? So, so I grew up in Fraser Hill and uh, went to school there, primary school, and then after that, there's only primary school. So by the time we are twelve years old, all the Fraser Hill students will graduate, right? So, so that basically made us a bit more independent than a lot of uh, young kids because by twelve years old, we are basically in KL. Uh, or staying in some hostel, uh, or staying some with, with I stayed with my grandmother. So, so that was that was childhood for me, and um, and yeah, uh, and didn't didn't really make it to the big universities, uh, and uh, so I went to the school of hard knocks, and uh, after STPM, um, didn't make it to the university, and ended up on the street selling. Encyclopedias. Awesome. Yeah. So I took a copy of Encyclopedia, which is really old, because I think the new gen doesn't know what an encyclopedia looks like. Yeah, we all know, only know Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the Google of the yesteryears, right? Yes. So I uh, came out selling these books, and in my bag, uh, I would have like five copies of this size of book. In the and then uh this is where we call cold calling so these days you know your cold calling is calling right to us mm. is cold calling means going from office to office and you basically just knocking on the door and say hello uh mr andrew can you give me just five minutes of your time i've got these fantastic things to share with you it's full of knowledge and you really need to look at the colors right do oh, you wow. know what this is right you, wow. you know let me show you and at that's that's starting of a process of the sale wow, and crazy. Uh, never gone to sales school never gone to any of this stuff and just just had to do it i just had to make the it best sales training ever but yeah, Karen, to fill in the context huh you know for those youngsters like you know like for those who don't know how much is the thing again um this this was like this was like 30 years ago okay so 30 years um, ago how much is about two thousand plus five and i remember my mom bought this i i didn't sell this this is this is uh this is britannica i saw the american one which is americana so oh. it's almost the same price so this one my mom bought it for for me i remember she actually had to pay like don't know 36 months installment you know Crazy. it's like buying a car like that right now four books right Yes, about 24 books, oh, and after that, books. you know, you're lucky, You they, they throw in a set of uh, dictionary for you, they right. give you a, yeah, a yeah. shelf and things like that. Lah. Yeah. I know. Wow. I remember you wanted no, to see something of, uh... Sorry, remember? Sorry, uh, how old are you when you receive your encyclopedia? Uh, hey, hey. When I had my first encyclopedia, I mean, my 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 parents were teachers, lah. Okay, my my uh, so so to them, education was was huge, right? Absolutely. So that time, I think I was just about seven years old. I mean, this uh, this set, uh, I had it like seven years old, so I kept it really right. precious. Yeah, that was my dream dream set, man. When I was seven, people were carrying it around. I said, "Wow, I gotta have this man. So much information." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Today, everybody wants an iPhone, right? <laughs> I know that's right. Oh, I the bet. story that you just share uh, reminds me of Will Smith in the Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Yes. Oh yes, yes. All right. Nice you just have to make it, and then and then I was have you know that time Egola right? The, the, yeah. That time I was like in my early twenties, must wear four inch shield because oh. I'm short, right? so I have to look tall. So it's like with four inch heels and you're walking from one building to another. And you know, at a point in time, you just ask me which building in, in, in KL, I know exactly which one, oh how many my. floors that building has, right? right? Which building has a door that, you know, the, the fire escape that you can, you can use, which mm. building you can't use because some building you can't open from the other side. So you yes. get stuck. So we learned the trick where, you know, the minute you get into the building, you just open the door, check the fire escape, whether you can use the staircase. Otherwise, you have to wait for the lift to go floor by floor. Yeah. And you also discover which building has some of the cleanest rest, uh, restroom. Yes, yes, exactly. 
Now, I, I mean, since you're at this story, this really, really is, is something very interesting, Sharon. If you don't mind, uh, we would yes. like to dig in a little bit further on this one. What was the biggest challenge selling something like that back then? And how did you tackle that? Oh, that's a good um, question. The biggest challenge would be really to get yourself an appointment because it's really the law of average. You, it's basically, it doesn't change. The principle doesn't change. You need to have, you need to meet X number of people to get the X number of presentation, right? And then with the number of presentation, then you'll be able to know how many you can close. What was the closing rate like back then? Uh, I need to do four presentations to close one. Wow. That's no yeah. How many times, how many doors you need to knock? 25% conversion. Eh? Facebook also cannot give you that kind of conversion. <laughs> Facebook give you that full presentation, uh, really a full presentation. The guy has to basically pay attention to you, not for fun. One. It's like, you know, you create yeah. that interest. Yeah. So you uh, every four, you get one. That's the definition of high ticket item already on you know, those days, <laughs> like 2005. But no, the most important thing, how many doors you need to knock in order to get one presentation? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I can't. Oh, we're getting I can't remember the numbers. Roughly, roughly, roughly. Okay. Well, and? no, more than that. More Definitely. Than that. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. That 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 makes it sounds very difficult now. Think yeah. At first, you look at four presentations, you sell one, sell sounds happy like, But wait, so happy, uh, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. one month, I can sell about when I started. Okay, maybe it's four four a month. Right. For, for a month, some of some months zero lah. Yeah, of course. So. I mean, yeah. be up and down Yeah. So so you go the whole day is really the whole day. Uh, in the morning you just hit all the offices because that's where people are working, right? right. So you hit the offices. Cool. You become very good friends with the receptionist, you know, so that allow you to go and and meet some people. I was selling the children encyclopedia, so my target market was really the the, the young mothers. Uh, so um, then after that, after five o'clock, uh, you basically get into the van and then your your senior will just drop you in some taman, whatever, housing taman, right? Wow. So you just go house to house. Whoa, but young mother, young mother doesn't necessarily all congregate in one building, right? Yeah, yeah. Housing? Now he's actually going from house to house already, bro. Yeah, yeah. evening is house to house. Like yeah, yeah evening like house to house. Wow. You hit the 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 housewife, or you hit yeah. the, the ones that has finished work and they're back at yeah. home, right? So timing is an issue. Then different young mothers also have different behavior, buying patterns. Of course. Timing, then well, it's freaking not easy, no. It sounds like it's, sounds. It's, it's, it's freaking not easy. It's freaking. Yeah, it's not like easy. rocket science to me. But here, here we have Cindy here. Okay, responding that you know, Cindy saying hi to Sharon. I she said she thinks that the her dad actually bought the Americana version, dark brown version. Yes. Was that both yes, adult and children version? Yes, that's the the world book. It's called well, the world comes, book. Came with the bookshelf. Holy oh yes, la. yes. Wow, wow, wow! That's awesome. Hey, those that's books awesome. are really, really thick books. You know, I mean, yeah, high I, quality. I, I really so, high know, cover. Color. Mine is white color version. Very thick one. The one more. Well, uh, okay, yeah. okay. And then we have Chiwai here saying that, you know, the, at the nature of business, there is no intent at all where you just knock and pitch your way through. I'm, yeah, I'm so glad saying, that now Facebook is doing all the heavy lifting for us. And yeah, and Chiwai we had saying, it, We had it easy, right? now. Yeah, very easy. <laughs> now it's, now it's very easy, you know, for everybody. I mean, still, there are challenges, you know, but it's, I would say back then, it's really, you know, blood and sweat. Yes. Absolutely. It's really yeah. hard work. That's yeah, right. Chiwai was saying, how can a person like so sudden give you 2.5k out of the blue, right? You are so, reminding me of uh, people selling insurance and property. I always get people knocking on my door, asking me whether I want to sell my property, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's why I, I now, uh, I mean, whenever somebody call me, I speak to them nicely. I don't just slap the phone. I just speak to yeah, them. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's not uh, easy work, like, to be fair. Right. It, everybody is just trying to make a living. Like. I know, but then I always ask one question. What is your unique selling point? What actually makes you differentiate from your competitors? Why must I choose you? You must give me a good reason. I'm not trying to make things difficult for you. Very chim are you, uh. But a bit though. I called you. I chose you. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Now you didn't match Sharon, that's why. That's why you can, you can, you can drama a bit over there. So that's drama a bit. Unless you mortgage the house just to buy the insurance. 
But that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, so, now maybe... so we learn. I I learn resilience, lah. Is 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 absolutely not giving up. You just have to continue. So if you don't if you don't give up, the result you you will get the result. Yeah. It's sort of this 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 whole thing mold you uh, into putting hard work first before you enjoy the fruits of your uh, your labor. Yes. Because nowadays youngsters always want instant gratification first. Then perhaps they don't even want to put in the hours. Yeah, so you become, you become the kind of person you do first, then maybe they enjoy the fruit of labor. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. But Sharon, how did this, I mean, all these experience shape you and help you in your current venture right now? Uh, well, all this experience definitely made me very resilient and also uh, to, to know the fact that there's no such thing that cannot be done right right <laughs> yeah it's, it's really cannot be done i mean i've i've had my staff telling me say boss by right ah uh, cannot ah uh. so i say if by right cannot let's by go left. by left right so there's no such thing as cannot be done you just have to just have to do it you just have to find uh, a way to do it right so absolutely awesome. Awesome. now you know why i call it right that's yeah. good boss that's good boss yeah. you know a boss that shapes you and you are saying the problem with nowadays cold call is they bought a database list elsewhere and the person just called without knowing you know yes. who the heck yeah i mean it's that's different. that's, that's yeah. a we we, yeah. we averagely we receive about three three calls a day you know at mm. least one to three calls a day and most of them they get i mean yeah these are the this is really the reason uh, modern day cold calling which is in a way it's actually unethical you know, yeah. you know, like back it's then, you, you really build that kind of relationship. Yeah. No, they don't. Those days for face to face, you see, knocking yeah, yeah, on door, yeah, they can yeah. see yes. your face. That's different. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah. 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 Life is, is basically everything is like, uh, I think, you know, things will fall into place. Lah, you know, I, I didn't come out to say I want to go and sell encyclopedia. I, I just landed a, a, a little advertisement. And, uh, you know, after Form 6, I say come out to get some some extra income. And then and the advertisement basically say uh, exhibition promoter. So as a young subcase, so he's like, Okay lah, you know, exhibition promoter go and sell cosmetic only from the in the in the shopping mall, right? Right. But we were actually selling encyclopedias, right? Mm. So first week was really in exhibition promoter in the in, in Subang Parade where we were actually promoting it in the nice aircon environment. Right. A week later, we were down on the street to go <laughs> shopping, right? So they give you something sweet, sweet to start with, yes. Yeah. Uh, so so I. You know, I, I got the hang of it. I was making some money. So then I told my dad, I mean, my dad was, uh, it's, it's all about, you must go and get a university degree, right? Yep. Uh, I mean, head, headmaster, Hainanese family is like education, 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 right? So, yep. and I didn't want to put them through to a situation where they have to basically go and borrow money. I know my parents was going around, you know, trying to get, mm-hmm. Uh, all the, the the MCA loan uh, and all those stuff to basically help me to, to help help and come back just to so I, I just didn't I just didn't want them to go through it so I said why don't you just let me do this I promise you I will still get my education right so uh, I did that hmm. and uh, two and a half years later and uh, I was basically doing my knocking on the on the the, the, the offices and I came across this particular office uh, which is uh, insurance agents office and. Uh, at a point of time, um, the I looked at it. I said, "Oh, okay. I, I need to sell the encyclopedia, right?" So this 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 lady in front was was, was telling me uh, what they they do. They are doing insurance, and so happened my mom, which is we we are from Fraser's Hill. So my mom has a gang of people who plays golf, right? Uh, playing golf in Fraser's Hill is not like whoa, you know, a hundred thousand membership. Oh. You know, everybody in Fraser's Hill play golf because that's the only thing we do free. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's, it's a free golf course. It's not not what you think of, you know. You know the KL. Yeah, not a posh yeah. one, No, it's uh, just not a KLGCC or. Yeah, I really play golf. Right. I grew up going into the Longkang, picking up the the golf balls and things like <laughs> okay. that. Okay, wow. So, so my mom had this bunch of people who was doing uh, playing golf, and then they wanted to buy insurance because if you buy insurance, you 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 get hole in one, you get you get a compensation, right? Oh. So. 10 of them wanted insurance. So I walked into this office and said, hey, 
selling insurance. And then because of my sales background, right, I will try to basically bargain for everything. So I say, I want to buy 10 insurance, uh, golfer insurance. Can you give me discount? So this lady said, only 10. Uh. I said, yeah, 10. Which person walked in and said 10? You know, my sales training has made me to be very... Uh, uh, resourceful i would mm. think of all kinds of all kinds of way to to convince somebody right, right. so then i said okay this lady i won't be able to get through i said can i see your boss you know so I said, oh you know how how the the, the the gatekeepers are oh my boss he's busy i said so i heard somebody in the room i said your boss inside right they said um uh then after that the the extension rang so the boss said ask this girl to go in so the boss was watching me from inside right. okay and say who is this lady which is like you know kaka chow chow asking for all kinds of things right so i went in and i said you know i've got this um, I, i've got this bunch of people who want to buy 10 golfers insurance like like then great that i was just right so i said can you give me a a, a commission then the guy just said yeah okay i'm saying oh my god this is too easy yeah. ask for more <laughs> <laughs> Then he gave me a piece of, of, of advertisement and said, look at this. So I look at it and said, it was uh, looking for hiring for somebody to do marketing for a, a medical assistance company, right? right? I looked at it. I have no idea what the hell medical assistance is, right? But I look at that guy, right? And I say, this guy has got young children. I profiled him, right? I want to sell him my books, right? So he was trying to sell me this position. It has me to join him as a marketing staff. Hmm. He got a new, a new venture, like a franchise to provide medical assistance in Malaysia, which is totally new. No, nobody has heard about it, right? Yep. No idea about it. So I pretend I understand. I said, wow, this is very interesting. I pretend now because to keep the conversation going. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like Skills, that. right? So then I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. so how old are your children? Have you bought your encyclopedia for your children? You know how important education is. <laughs> very important, you know, your children. So I start taking out my books. <laughs> <laughs> so you say, okay, okay, my wife takes care of all this and things like that. So I say, okay, fine. So he said, okay, there's this job. You just come back. Next week, you come back and I give you this job. Right? I'm like, seriously? Right? Wow. So I said, no, no, no. I'm quite happy here. I have a friend who is looking for a job. So I brought my friend to come and see him the next week. Then he said, no, 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 no. I, I, mm -hmm. I want to talk to you. So I said, <laughs> okay, never mind. Bring your friend, right? So I brought my friend. So he kept talking to me. And then my friend was the one who needs the job. Then he said, okay, I hire both of you. Mm -hmm. He hired me. He actually hired both of us, right? Just because he wants you. He hired both of you. Uh, after that, that's what he told me. Lah. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So this gentleman is currently my business partner. Awesome. My partner for more than, I think, what, close to 20, 27 years. Wow. So that's how we started. So, and, and, and like I said, everything falls into place because uh, I wasn't going to leave my encyclopedia sales job. I was doing quite well, right? Then after a while, it's like uh, something happened. Like there was this, some situation that happened. I said, okay, what the hell? I, I just... I just left and then I, I called him and said, okay, I'll come and join you. Mm. So myself and my the other colleague started and, and came and joined him. So I started selling something that I don't know what the hell it was. Medical assistance, which was medical evacuation where we actually do ambulances services. You know, when somebody travels, you, you probably don't know what medical assistance is as well, is right? Service medical or is it a product? It's, it's a service. service. It's a service. When people travel, mm. uh, Insurance will pay for your hospital bills if you're hospitalized, right? Mm. But if you don't get to the right medical facility, what's the mm. point of the insurance, right? Mm. You have, you've heard of all these people who goes to remote places, they go to China, the, the bus roll down the ravine mm. right. and the hospital cannot treat them, right? Mm. How do they, how do you bring these people home? Something like SOS, huh? Exactly. That, that was the company. Lah. Wow. That was exactly the company, International mm. SOS. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. so again, went into a space that I totally don't understand. Mm. So I did that, right? And then um, I like that business because to me, it's, it's a good karma service because it's a service that we go out and help somebody. 
you know mm, somebody who's cool. stuck overseas in a in a medical facility family members are here or even people who travel to malaysia and needs to go home mm. right uh you do you do all this is you feel very very rewarding i personally feel very rewarding after we mm. we, we managed to bring somebody safely home right mm. but of course you do have situation where you know you have to bring bodies home uh, but again, you know, family members appreciate it because you help them, right? So I, I like that business, but three years in that company, zero sales. Work. Yeah. So my okay, of course, the occurrence of this kind of thing doesn't no, happen. No, so the concept was very new. Yes. The concept was very new. Yes. Nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted to take that, that stand, right? So the, the clientele that we were targeting was insurance company. None of the insurance company, oh, you know, no, it's very good, very good service. But since nobody does it, you know, they don't want to do it, right? Nobody so just, just no sales. And then this, my, my current business partner, Andy is his name. Uh, he said, okay, I mean, the, the guy that I brought in to join and a few more just disappeared left, right? Mm -hmm. I was the only one, last last one standing. So he asked me, are you going to leave or are you going to stay? So I said, I have to stay because I've spent three years in this service. I really believe in the service. Just that the timing is not right, right? So mm -hmm. then, okay, he said, okay, I'm going to put in more money for it, right? So he put in more money and uh, the, the fourth year, we had a breakthrough. So wow. we, we grew very fast. And then after that, uh, we were in a company for eight years. And after that, seven or eight years, then the company was sold. Uh, so because new uh, bosses was coming in, I, I thought it's, it's not for me. Like, I, I'm not very comfortable. So I decided to leave. So when I was going to leave, I went out and tell my clients, most of the insurance company and said, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. This is... Uh, the new person, these are gonna, they, this, they're gonna take yeah. over all these things, like, which is, mm -hmm. which is, you are in good hands. And I, one of the clients said, why don't you start something on your own? I'm like, can I, right? I'm just always been an employee, right? Can I even start something so specialized on, on your own, right? So I said, would you give me the business? I mean, I don't have a branding, right? It's, it's, this company is huge brand. They are worldwide. Yeah. Is it, one thing that the client said that hit me was, it is sometimes it's not about the brand. It's about who I deal with because I know you're going to solve my problem. If oh, I that's a nice one. I don't know whether this person is going to solve my problem or not. So I will still give you my business. So that was 1998. I started another assistance company, which is Asia Assistance. So that was, uh, I started it from my uh, little apartment, right? So those days, uh, no co-working space. So you, you, you basically stock it out from your own apartment. And then when you need to use internet, it was so expensive. You go to a cafe, you have to pay for it. Uh, you have to pay for the coffee and sometimes you have to pay for a little voucher for the for the internet. And then it's like for 15 minutes kind of thing. So there's no co-working space, right? So the environment is totally different, right? So we started that business. Then we had, uh, I mean, uh, this is um, then uh, my, my previous boss, Andy, all right? So he came and then he says, hey, you got this, this business. Um, why do I invest into into this business, right? Mm -hmm. Either, you know, so then he, that, that was about after three years, I started that, that business. So uh, then we, we joined force again and then we grew this company uh, for uh, 16, 18 years. And, you know, it, we grew from a Malaysian entity. And then after that, we had like the eight other offices around the region. Wow. Yeah. So we were having like 800 staff around the region. All right, wow. so then we were going, okay, let's uh, let's make this. Is We already got our Asian company and uh, Asian entity, uh, a name that a lot of people know about. Then after they said, let's make this a global company. So we were actually connecting. We had a, we started connecting into Germany, into US and into Australia. And then somebody came and said, I want to buy your business. So we mm. told them it's, our business is not for sale because we really like doing this. We had few other partners who said no don't sell you know we, we are growing and, and things like that why sell it but you know after a while after a few few knocking and and all they, they put a numbers on the table and like i said never say never so with that number and then we rethought about it and say 
it's a good time to basically cash out you know so so we cashed out we cashed out we said and it's also a good time for because we have grown to a, to a stage that we realize that you know it's digitalization world ready we need to invest more money to basically make the service to be more digital savvy which uh, which requires a lot of investment so so then we thought hey if a big group wants to come in and, and make this a better company why not it's good for our employees as well it's good for our customers as well so we decided to basically sell the the company and then 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 we our plan was basically continue to work in that company and, and continue to grow it with this this organization because i basically i still like that that concept of the service right so one thing led to another we continue for one or two years but then you know you guys are entrepreneurs right once an entrepreneur always an entrepreneur it's very difficult to be employed after that yep. right so you 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 as an entrepreneur you you set your own direction you make your own decision you know very quick decision agile decision so we decided to just not continue and and, and, and let the company the the new management basically run the company right. so hence comes back to the co the, the journey into the co-working space where we actually have this building because uh we bought this but our group bought this building for an expansion of the existing business because we didn't have enough space so icon city was building and it was it was quite nice for us uh that that location was nice so we bought the building so now that we have sold the business we didn't need an expansion for the building so what do we do with this building right it's not a time to sell and this was like 2018 2019 nobody wants to buy your building right oh yeah so, yeah right. so so then we went we went into icon city we opened up one floor which is our own office then we were say okay no problem we have uh you know eight seven other floors we just rented out right nobody came so nobody came so then we sat there and said we, because we are all entrepreneurs we're not used to basically sitting around and waiting for something to happen but we need to make things happen so right. that was 2019 then we said hey this was a time of the the we works and you know all this all this hype came about and said since we have the property why not you know just give it a shot and just just convert one or two floors into co-working space mm. so again another round of going into a business that we totally have no, no idea about right so so to me it's like there's no such thing as um you have to do things that you know you can only do venture into things that you know yeah. right you can always unlearn and relearn that's very important right so 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 when i get into co-working zero zero knowledge about co-working don't know who to uh, uh, approach i mean co-working is all about startups the young you know the the, hmm. the hip people you know meeting I'm rooms yeah i'm not in that space i don't have all these friends right um so that's where i say okay i need to relearn a lot of things that's where i said okay i need to understand digital marketing how to do all this social media marketing so that's where i landed up in the linkedin uh bob's linkedin challenge where i met andrew yeah. so everything happens i i always believe everything happens for a reason yeah. I don't no but sharon you were born in fraser's hill no no i was born in kia there's no hospital in no, in Fraser's Hill, boy, okay, okay la. One in Fraser's Hill, I grew up in Fraser's yeah. Hill. So yeah. you grow up in Fraser's Hill. Mm. That's a cool place. Yes. Yeah. With the word nice. Cool. Yeah. So cool. you're a cool person. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, yeah. what we really learned from your sharing up to now is really about you know being resilient, believe in yourself, learn and unlearn, unlearn and relearn. Yes. And make things happen. I love that. I love that. Yes. Make yes. things happen. Yeah. Against all yeah don't wait for something to happen you can create it i think the learning learning side of you is really the thing that a lot of people are lacking because as you can see like you know a lot of people actually stop learning yes you know, at, actually at a very very young age yeah because they, they got complacent with a job you know they got comfortable and eventually they stopped learning and when the time they are retired they realize they are so disconnected from the world yeah and that's part of the reason why a lot of people have the midlife crisis and all that because 
recently I do a lot of learning on my own, you know, uh, so rojak kind of learning. And I realized what keeps people really moving. In fact, if you if you keep learning, because I, I've been listening to some people who are like 80 year old, 90 year old, and they're still talking about learning, what the hell, but it's not really in our culture, our part of the world. Mm. Our yeah. part of the world. I think that's something that's totally impressive, you know, love to hear you know, like your story, that's that's totally amazing and inspiring. Thank you so much. And uh, guys, do you realize that we never asked a question yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add something. I'll add something. Sorry, I took the show. <laughs> Sharon, that was wonderful sharing. I really, Fantastic. I'm, yes. I'm really yes. captivated at every second that you say. You yeah. really caught my attention. Yeah. I just want to say something there, no? Keep moving, keep striving, never give up, never surrender. Fall down seven times, get up eight times. Ease is a greater threat to progress than difficulty. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just we have keep Eloise driving and see everyone back at work. Uh. Yeah. yeah. And Eloise is saying unlearn yeah. and relearn. Thanks for the sharing. Thank you yes. for joining, uh, Eloise. And uh, yeah, like you are saying, times time 10. <laughs> 10.36 now, huh? not even question one. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> My bad. Uh, but, we have uh, a monitor did, there. <laughs> yeah, didn't you guys enjoy, you know, the first hey, story was so yeah. captivating. You know, like, we learned so much from that it's, conversation. I mean, it's just inspiring, man. Yeah, I just yeah. listened. Everything was good, right? Just Absolutely. listen, right? Absolutely. And Cindy was saying, thanks for sharing. Lots of nuggets, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so this is an episode you probably want to revisit over and over again, you know, like, because mm. we learned so much as... Especially whenever you feel down, like you know, somebody somebody rejected your yeah. your your whatever cold calling and all that, you realize no, Sharon didn't need to do that when she was so young and up to now, and she still she's still talking about learning and all that. Fantastic, you know, like really, thank you so much. And uh, let's get back to that. Let's get back to the question. Let's try. Let's try. Let, let's try. <laughs> let's maybe, try. Maybe, let, let's try. Let's try. Let's try. We go one question. Let's see what you were triggered. You know, yeah. Like Sharon say, one thing will always lead to. You know, and I'm so excited to see what this will lead to. Now, I'll bring this up. So, I was told by Andrew that there's there's an event space. You know, so obviously you are now beyond co-working space, which is I believe the co-working space is already in place. Now you're talking about event space. Yes. Um, the so what event, about that? Yeah, the event space. We just built the event space. Uh, like I say, we have like. Four, uh, seven stories, eight stories of space to, to fill up, right? So we have already used up like three stories for right. co-working space. And um, this is the, the event space is about listening to customers because we have a lot of customers that come in. We have we do have an event space, but our mm -hmm. event space, if you look at our website, is is the, the deck sitting, it's is very casual, very, very young, hip and things like that. And then you get people coming in and say, I want to do classroom styles training. You know, mm. do you have those those that has got four walls, private classroom stuff? But we couldn't we couldn't cater because ours was the very casual one. So then we said, okay, since we have the the, the space, and why not just just build a, a, a another one, another event space? So now we do have an event space that cater for theater style sitting, uh, classroom style mm. uh, sitting, where you can actually do uh, your classes, trainings, and, and and stuff like that. Yeah. What's the capacity like? Uh, for classroom style with table and chair, we can sit up to 50. Uh, for okay. theater style without the table, it will be up to about 80 people. That's not yeah. bad. That's reasonable. Yeah, that's, that's, that's with really the sound systems and that stuff. Like yeah, that. Manfred. Yes, yeah. Manfred. Don't yes, tell me you uh, forget a question. Uh, I, no, 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 no. I come Singapore. So, I, I understand you put in a lot of effort. Uh, that was 2018, 2019. Yeah, for your co working space. Then COVID came. Yep. We did, we did 2019, we did six months, right? Mm -hmm. We did six months and COVID came. So mm -hmm. so we already have some customers which has already rented our space. Uh, our, our customers are mainly private office uh, uh, mm -hmm. space people. Right. Uh, we found our niche, which is all the private SME, not so much of the startup that come and do all the mm -hmm. hot desking and things like that. They want mm -hmm. their private offices. Mm -hmm. So when the, when the pandemic hit, uh, the first thing because of our, I guess, is, is our nature of, of providing assistance, providing help, right? Uh, the first thing that came to our mind was, what's going to happen to our tenants, right? Four months cannot come to work, cannot mm. open, cannot come to the office, right? So, no question asked, we waive four months of rental. Mm. 
Yeah. Oh my god. How I wish my land lady landlord was like humans. Because we, we went through that journey. We were yeah. there before. We was we were a startup, right? Before. Right. Wow. And so so I mean this, the office space is already there, right? So to support them, okay, since they can't come into the office, we shouldn't be charging them, right? So we create a lot of goodwill with our customers, I, I think. And, and we are very sincere about it. It's not just about selling space. Uh, a lot of people ask, how do we compete? I can't compete with a lot of the, 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 the big boys and I'm not there to compete. Uh, what we want is, uh, what we do is we are very bespoke and we're very uh, uh, boutique, right? So I spend time talking to our customers and say, okay, what kind of business are you in? Uh, would my space be able to fit you? Or can I create a space that will fit your your needs, right? So we, we customize a lot of things, yeah. So so they stay with us. I mean, to answer your your question, Manfred. So so because of all this, then after that, we also reduce the rental for them. Um, they I think they they appreciate the goodwill and they continue to stay with us. And and today our our private offices are all full. So Ooh. we are now built. That's why we have built new new private offices now. Yeah. So so really thank God for 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 that. So these are these are long term. Yes. Tenants, uh, yeah. Uh, long term contracts. Uh. Fantastic. Happy wow. for you, Sharon. But one <laughs> thing caught my attention just now from your sharing. Okay, you're saying that you you did not you didn't you don't know how to compete with other people but you have your own stuff do you think being a newbie in the industry helps you because you are you don't have the burden of oh you gotta do this this way you gotta do this that way so that gives you the room to shape your own philosophy in this business which in a way it actually in my opinion it totally makes your co-working space stands out from all the competition in my mm. opinion i do believe in that do you think yeah, that I, allows I, you to do I, that yes i i can actually be agile and and customize and because uh we are owner run uh, entity right so we can make decision very fast right so if, if this guy doesn't like this this door okay okay la, you don't like the door i i, I changed the door for you like if you want to rent from me is would that make you happy right if you, right. that is it's only because of the door that you don't like that you don't want to rent from me i changed the door for you I can, you want twenty four seven aircon can be can can. can uh, that's we already have that. Our our offices are all with twenty four hours uh, aircon. Mm -hmm. So if you rent a room from us, you you access the room twenty four hours. Mm. Wow, nice, fantastic, fantastic. But we talk about the website, guys. Uh, if you guys want to connect, uh, wait. First thing first, connect with Sharon first, right? If you want to connect with Sharon, uh, go to LinkedIn and uh, look for Sharon Tan dash iconic. That's the URL, all right? Yes. So that's where you connect with her, or you just go and uh, LinkedIn and search for Sharon. But most importantly, yeah. if you are looking for a co-working space, all right? Uh, oh, long-term lease. Yeah, you got to go for the, you got to join the wait list a little bit. So, but nonetheless, if you want to go for a space. <laughs> no, no, we have new rooms. Uh, okay, okay, new rooms coming uh, in. Rooms and, and, and now you know such a good uh, landlord over there. No, no, why not? I mean, but seriously, yeah, she takes care of you. And she right. understand the situation if you're starting up and all that. Oh, where can find this kind of like landlord? Yeah. Go find yeah. her. This is the website you have to go. Yeah. Landlord Asia. from heaven, man. Yeah, this is really from heaven. God sent, man. Oh my god. Oh, no. I never met you anyway. So yeah, I mean that's that's awesome. So guys, this is the link iconic I-C-O-N-I-K. Yes. You know, iconic with a K dot Asia. If you're listening to the podcast version of this. So yeah, go over and uh Look it up and basically just look at if there's anything that fits your need that of course now we talk about the event space right now mm. so you can actually use that all right now let me pick some questions from here now i think manfred talked about the co-working space uh being hit by the pandemic then i think we want to lead this question to the next one which is in your opinion sharon has the usage of co-working space changed because of the pandemic so before and after what changed and then now that you are in the event space do you think, I mean, okay, that's the next question. Do you think event space is still the in thing? But before that, what about co-working space? Has the usage changed? Uh, I think the pandemic has speed up the, the agility of, of work, 
before that, you know, there are a lot of corporate who's actually going into agile working because the, the real estate is getting very expensive. So they don't want to keep building offices. And you realize that managers are not supposed to have rooms. Those days, if you're managers, you must have a room, right? Yeah. Uh, but after a while, you know, the trend is managers basically hot desking, everybody's hot desking. So it's going that trend. Then after that pandemic, basically speed it to say that you can actually work from home. You can actually work from anywhere right it's, it's the connectivity that's important so yes it has basically changed the the, the usage of co-working space I, I i see more and more people who who feel that you know yes they're happy to work from home but sometimes they want to get out from the house and and just go and land somewhere and and just work not in a cafe because it's, it's, it can be very disruptive you go into a co-working environment it's a working environment so yes, we do have more and more people who comes in and say, oh, I just want to use the space for one day. Yeah, and, and we sell that as well, 30 bucks. You know, you just pay 30 bucks, you, you, you spend a whole day there. Internet, everything is inclusive, coffee tea, free flow, you know, the cookies and printing. stuff like that. So that printing yeah, uh, printing and things like that. It's, it's, it's all there, you see? Wow. So yes, it has definitely uh, increased uh, the, the, the acceptance of uh, uh, using yeah. a co-working space and i see I've, I've known of companies which subscribe to co-working spaces around the different different re uh, areas in the city for their employees so it's like okay you're home okay you you is today is not conducive or you, you you want to come don't have to come to the office because it's, the traffic is bad or whatever just if there's a co-working next door to you just just go into the co-working they, they basically prepaid some packages for their employees so it's going that trend yeah and even among local companies this i mean the foreign companies tend to have this kind of culture yeah. but local companies yeah. uh so far the ones that i've heard is the the the, the foreign companies but yeah. i think local companies should start to catch up already mm. <clears throat> just to add because something nobody wants to come to office anymore yeah very Sarah, i don't know whether you you yes. notice or not uh, yeah, there, there are some people now have this kind of habit. They like to Monday go location A, then yes. Tuesday like go location B, yeah. Wednesday go location C, then keep changing. Oh. Yes, there yes. are people like that, no? Yes. Very they, interesting. They, they want to experience different environment. They also want to experience different communities. Right, you go to location A, you get all the, maybe the finance people are all there. You, you, you meet different people. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a nice networking opportunity. Exactly. As well. So in a way, Sharon, you mean people are coming back to meeting people. So the pandemic actually did not really put away the fact that people still want to meet people. I think now more that the, the more people wants to meet people, you yeah. know, so so it's like people are basically, I mean, we are just all social animals, like we're just being Very too true. away for too long. So now it's like uh, events are coming back. You know, I was calling caterers. Uh, and and they're all full. Wow, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So happy to hear that. Seriously, yes. yeah, yeah, it's a good. That's it's a good, good thing. At least the market is coming back. Correct. Mm. You know, else you can't back. go through this forever. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Seriously think that. Yeah. I think that the two years, two and a half years of being cooped up at home, I think made everybody appreciate the beauty of face-to-face -face meeting. I mean, yeah. we used to take it for granted, like, oh, yeah, meet face again, and all these things are very boring. Yeah. But after yeah. two and a half years, we didn't realize that we actually beat those things, you know. Correct. Yes. That's very true. That's yeah. very true. Right. So, I mean, that will lead us to the next question, which is like, since this is kind of like a trend and the market is reviving in a way, coming back. And uh, as Sharon mentioned just now, uh, you know, the, the way people work has changed. And eventually, uh, I believe the increase in demand in co-working space. I mean, just uh, share with us your personal opinion. Do you think more and more offices will be converting into co-working environments right now moving forward in years to come because nobody's going to office yeah but then again these spaces are being built there right like what yeah. like what you experienced in 2019 like right. you have a place you don't know what to but do nobody's coming in yeah would that and happen fact, a lot of a lot of uh what you call that big uh, big brands uh property owners are going into co-working i mean you look at collab is is owned by the paramount group Yes. Right. Uh, they own Starling Mall, so they have got this huge floor of uh, co-working. Nice, very nicely done. Uh, a lot of uh, are going that that direction as well. Yeah. Mm. That's so, okay. Cool. I mean, that's that's really something coming up. But what about events? Do you think events is still gonna be that that thing? That's why I want. I, I don't have this question over here, so I'm just gonna. I, ask this. I think yes. Events. Uh, you know, definitely will was 
is here to stay but then there the there will still be the the online events as well because now that after with the pandemic people are used to a online event does work right but you just have to mix it because after a while it's like so zoom fatigue right it's like you know you don't get the interaction so it, events will, will definitely be more effective face-to-face -face events will definitely yeah. be more effective okay okay now we have a we have a quick sharing from uh from elois you know she said she did experience co-working space to to attend an online training but overall it's nice but the time to stay in the room is not really flexible she said you can't even stay up to five minutes if your duration is over else you'll be locked noir that's scary Wait, which come, one? come to my place come to my place yeah. ah. <laughs> you didn't go to a place called iconic yeah, yeah, yeah. Look iconic you know the bread iconic ico yeah. and ik you gotta go yeah. there you know, yeah. Don't yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't, don't get locked in. in. We don't lock people in. It's okay. <laughs> you get locked in. Then how, what do you do? You knock on doors and somebody come rescue. Oh my God, that's scary, right? Yeah, but thanks for sharing. That's a very interesting story. I mean, I mean that, that probably want to circle back to, you know, entrepreneurship. Okay, like now, I think a lot of people went through uh, the pandemic and uh, some people went out of business. Some is actually kind of like just joined. What would be your advice as a very, very super seasoned entrepreneur? that have, you know, built and sold several companies and now you're starting something with a totally different mindset and what would be your advice to budding entrepreneurs or fellow entrepreneurs in, you know, the, I mean, post-pandemic era? Um, I think there's no difference. If you, you want to be an entrepreneur, make up your mind to be an entrepreneur, just, just do it. You know, I, my, my, I, I have a concept that there's no back door for me. Right. When I go into something, I will close the back door because the minute every time if you have a back door with you, you will say, okay, la, I give it a try. La. If what's come to worst, it doesn't work. I go back to this. La, right. right. And then you will definitely not work because you really have planned. Correct. It's, it's the power of the mind. So you have already conditioned your mind that if it doesn't work, I still can have another escape route. Ma. So when you tell yourself that you don't have any other choice but to make it, you know, when I had to sell my encyclopedia, I don't have a choice. I have to knock on that door. It's, it's really fear fearing when the first few times you go to a big reception and then the guy, I mean, you go to a house, right? You knock on the door and you say, auntie, auntie, can I tell? I go right. and then small kids will come and say then then you see all these people close the curtain right in front of you you know it's like then nobody's at home uh, yeah, because yeah, the yeah. woman is out there yeah. trying to tell you <laughs> on, the, on the dog come and greet you and the, the kid dog. will say mommy no, say she saw at home yes, and the small kid will come around and say <coughs> mommy say she doesn't want to see you or my mommy say she's not at home right <laughs> mommy just said right yeah so Some just have to push it through right yeah. if, if, if you continue to say okay because of this rejection okay i'm just gonna give up and gonna do something else that something else you're gonna end up with the same thing right yeah you have that, that the exit it never sherry it never occurred to you to say go and find another job office space job kind of thing. It's, it has never occurred to you despite the experiences you have gone through with the uh, encyclopedia. She cool, ma. Come from Fraser Hill. Yeah, cool. Cool. Oh. Can happen, one. Chill. You don't. You don't give up easily, lah. To be honest. Yes, yes. That, that's that's yeah. the thing that the the. That's the, not give up. It's not inside her vocabulary, lah. I just Missing. don't want to give up. It's like when the 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 first day the the business that we had, right? Three years zero sales, right? To me, it's like I just cannot give up because I already saw all the seats already. It sure can come back, one, ma. Wow. Sharon, next time uh, I don't want to drink with you. Confirm I stole. <laughs> <laughs> that one you will win. That one you will win. That one is okay. That one I will give up. <laughs> what, what, what makes you think that she wants to drink with yeah, you? Yeah, what makes you think? But I think I think you sake ma. Uh, oh yeah 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 sake sake that's nice. But I think it's also about believing. Is it for some reason I keep hearing those actually entrepreneurs? You, you hear so many stories uh, that actually. It's about believing, you know. I think that's something strange that we always believe that that's things true. will happen. Correct. It will freaking happen eventually. Yeah. But those yeah. those who gave up actually they don't believe in that. I think that's really some yeah. some yeah. some I would say some quite naive. Why would you believe in that? But it just happened, right? We are eternal optimists. 
Yep. Right. But you need to do something which is um, which is sincere and which is real, right? Not not the, you know, bullshit business and try to you know get con somebody out of it. Then obviously it's not lah. But if no you have, box, yeah, if you have a very good service, a good product, you know, you really need to believe in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bob was actually raising. I mean, before that, Manfred, you go ahead. Yeah, so I'm just curious for your co-working space. You do organize talks, right? Like yourself sharing your experience from season entrepreneur or people who want to share digital marketing. These kind of talks, yes. I, I would love to attend, although, although I'm based in Singapore. We, we did that that was how we started because uh when we started nobody knew about us so the only mm -hmm. way to basically tell people about us was to organize all these entrepreneur founder story talks and uh you know co-partner matching kind of kind of events mm -hmm. so that's why we, we managed to do it for six months then the pandemic hit then then we kind of stopped yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean good 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 that good to know that manfred is interested to join so do something see manfred will come on let's see whether he come on <laughs> yeah, he raised the flag already. He said he to attend. Yeah, he said he released the flag, Mark. He said he'd love to attend even he's from Singapore. Let's see how make it or not. I don't know him better. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Now I mean, uh, Bob actually raised something about commune living and uh That's you know, a company uh, by UOA. Yeah, yes. like co-living. So what what's that? What's that? Different what's brands, that? brands are this is different. Oh brands. so this is a different different brand. co-working brands like we work right. you know yeah. co-living is basically more than work it's basically creating a a place to stay it's co-living it's like oh, it? yes yeah. it's, it's staying in it's like an, an apartment all right yeah. a lot of uh, property owners are doing that they have an apartment right yeah. so mm -hmm. co-living you you rent a room so it's like to me it's nothing new because mm -hmm. is a lot of us basically a few people rent an apartment each person mm -hmm. shared the room it's, it's basically like that but uh, the co-living bit is a bit like you know if you get the 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 the, the same people within the community and then you build something you know the it the techie guys you know we live together you work together you create something you know right. yeah. for okay. co-living i think in singapore there's a company called hamlet Mm. I think co-living is interesting. I think this this could be the future. Why? Because like you know the the, the population is aging, and uh, you know a lot of a lot of people probably don't have kids. You know when they get older and older, they probably need to have a community to live together with. I mean yeah. that's, that could be a probable yeah. future. Yeah. But thanks for bringing it up, Bob. You know thanks for joining awesome. us. Awesome. Good. All right. Cool. I mean that probably bring us to near the end of this. But we let Manfred do his. You know, wow. like uh, website wow. of the week a little bit, but what's what do we have, uh, guys? We still have a little bit of time if you guys have any questions about. As you can see, today is not so much about co-working space, though. It's yeah. very much about <laughs> entrepreneurship. Awesome. Co-working co space was just a clickbait. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's totally on, a clickbait. You know, then we yes. realized it's no, we use the wrong clickbait. We talk entrepreneurship. I think we probably will have a lot more people. Actually, yeah. Uh, Next time we do that, we dive deep. All right. Yeah, I think I like it. Totally awesome sharing. Uh, yeah. If you guys have more questions, feel free to pop in the comment. We will still uh be able to bring it up for Sharon. And you can follow. Meanwhile, Manfred has got the website of the week. I don't know what what is that. So it's a profile pic maker. Is ah, okay. pfpmaker.com. Uh, can you okay. see the screen? Yes. Uh, we are seeing the screen. Yep. So make an awesome profile picture from any photo. Okay. okay. And, will, you be uh, will you be demonstrating? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you remove AI, remove background remover, instant generated profile picture. Well, that's cool. Okay. So it's, uh, I think, a bit related to last week's episode. Hmm. Last week was male genius, right? No, no, I think uh, we raised actually took photos, but this one is actually cropping uh, up. Right, right, with right. All right. the different. Okay, uh, let's let do less talking and do actual try. Let's uh, try to do, do show about time, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's see how it works. Profile picture for any photo. Okay. It's generating profile picture. Okay. Let's see whether. So are they making this profile picture into some animated stuff like that? No, I not animated I like, they remove the background, then they oh, okay. uh, they have different templates for you to choose. So this is the free stuff. 
Uh, oh, okay, not bad. Okay. Looks cool. You can do all this. Oh, Interesting. Interesting. You can square size or circle size. Yeah. In a way, let it pop. Lah. So guys, if you're, I mean, if you're listening for the benefit of those who are listening to the podcast, hmm. uh, Manfred is actually browsing pfpmaker.com. pfpmaker.com, which is a profile picture maker in a way. I mean, uh, office one. Yeah, interesting. So, so he's he's demonstrating actually how it looks yeah. like and all that, and he will even show you how it looks like in oh, that's Facebook, not bad. Facebook, that's Facebook and LinkedIn, I think, Instagram. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. that's all. All right. Thank you. Right. Thanks, Manfred, awesome. for the sharing. That's a good one. Mm. And uh, yep, that brings us to the end of the show. And a really awesome sharing from Sharon. Really. <laughs> Wow, so inspiring, much golden for, for us, inspiring, yes, yes. and uh, definitely, I want to bring this up again. If you guys are looking for an e- a, a space or event space, even you know, you know, you you know who to talk to. Just go over to iconic.asia with a K, I C O N I K dot Asia. This is where you can, uh, you know, find out more, more about the co-working space um, and uh, about the event space as well. Which is Sharon just shared the information about that, which is totally perfect place for you to do your next training and yeah. events and stuff like you know it's the best place and you know now she's such a good landlord basically <laughs> who, who doesn't want to work with sharon she doesn't at least at least this this co-working space will lock you after five minutes like. yeah she doesn't lock you after five minutes that's a scary thing to do man. okay you got no. 24 hours yeah. <laughs> exactly so uh uh chi was saying uh wait before that i'm uh, sorry i'm jumping a little bit the progress is saying hi sharon flicks Felix is here, super inspired with the experience. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for joining us, Felix. And uh, of course, we have uh, Chiwa here saying awesome sharing today. Not much on the coding space, but sharing a journey is a story. So awesome. Oh, yes. Yeah, so totally agree. Love that so valuable. much. All right. So, okay. I think that brings the, this to the end of the show. Remember, we do this every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. If you miss all the 87 episodes, including this one, you can actually go back to my YouTube channel and watch it again. And we have so much awesome interviews, uh, just like this one with, you know, uh, Sharon. You know, you actually we have learned so much from our previous guests. Go over and actually learn that. And with that, thanks again for joining us tonight, Sharon. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. To episode number one hundred. Yeah, I'm, we are totally looking forward to that. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for joining us. And uh, Sharon, stay back. We'll come back to the backstage a little bit. Okay. So, guys. Thank See you, you next week, Wednesday, same time, 10 p.m. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Yeah, stay safe.